0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of Steady Focused. I'm your host. I'm your number one, Mr. Simeon Hendricks. And yeah, I've got another incredible guest on the show. I'm very excited about this. So, uh, okay, the guest is a good friend of mine, Mrs. Lilani Lay. And when I, when I think of words to describe her, things like nomad, come to mind things like one of the most authentic genuine human beings I've ever met come to mind rock and roll comes to mind performer comes to mind podcaster uh, just an all-around awesome awesome human being so when when we kind of went back and forth and we decided we want to do this episode I mean it's just awesome I've known her for a long time and I'm very excited to share and shine the light on Lalani Lay. So guys, please help me give a huge, steady, focused welcome to my friend, Mrs. Lalani Lay.
1: Wow, what an introduction.
0: Was that good? Yeah, you should introduce
1: me like everywhere I go.
0: That's what I'm gonna do. (laughs) um, You keep me in your little bag and then like you knock on the door, I'll pop out.
1: I'll just pull you out. I'll be like,
0: hey, here he is. (laughs) You're like, who is this girl? Oh, let me tell you who she is. No. Thanks no, for was... having me, Sam. Yeah, yeah. How's the day going?
1: Um, it's you know, it's a day. It's Friday, which is always good. But yes. uh, we, I've got a big, I've got a show tomorrow, and I've got a birthday okay. party tomorrow. So I've been trying to do a bunch of stuff, and uh, it's been busy.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, I, and we're gonna get right back into your band. That's gonna be a big thing. But I want right. to kind of. I want to, I want to pump you up a little bit more. So we were down watching you and your band, everything in between performing um, downtown Wichita Falls a couple of months ago before the second wave of COVID came on. Mm -hmm. And I was telling my fiance, soon to be wife, Brittany, um, about you. And again, just using those words authentic and just a real human. So that that's one thing I, I'm just gonna go straight into it. Yeah. As dude. long as I've known you, you've seemed so self-confident in a way that you you didn't you didn't give a fuck. You know, yeah. if it was you know what I'm saying? Like if it was gonna yeah. offend somebody, not that you're offensive because you have a, a huge heart. I can't just <laughs> yeah, there you go. Hey, you can protect yourself. Yeah. So where where does that come from? um oh wow where does
1: that come from um i don't know i think when i think back to when i was real young um something about me like my mom she was a single mom for a little while just me and my sister and uh you know she she was divorced but then she did you know she did get remarried and stuff so growing up as a kid i personally did not feel confident at all Mm -hmm. um you know life was a little confusing for me i wasn't sure you know where i belonged um when I went to Owl Park, started going to Owl Park. As you know, you know you you showed up as a new kid in Owl Park too at one point. Um luckily, mine was you know back in the third grade, so I had time to grow into that. But um, I was just trying to find my place, really. And uh, I don't know. I thinking back, I know that I tried, I tried to do whatever I could for attention. And I think that I did that because of the divorce and, you know, the new, you know, the new marriage that my mom had. And so I was just trying to find my place. And I finally really hit my stride when I hit high school. And that's when you, you know, met me was during high school. Yeah. Um, I think I just got to the point where I realized that whether I was me or if I was trying to pretend to be somebody else or anything like that, it always boiled down to people like me when I was just me
0: when I would just mean the
1: way that I am and without trying to put on a show or anything like that, um, people just like me for the way that I was. And um, this is going to sound a little braggadocious, but Bring it. senior year of high school, I was voted the most favorite, the most favorite in our whole entire class. And I think for me, that was just a really big confidence boost to say, you know what, like you're you and you're doing you and people like you for it. And so yeah. I kind of just stuck with that
0: (laughs) yeah and for for those of you that don't know i mean right now you're seeing lonnie she's kicking back t-shirt but i mean this woman has had shaved head you know uh, you know she's she's been an extreme human such as myself in a great way so so to think in high school that yeah you know which man high school has been for for a lot of us it's just a lot of things um yeah. Hey, woo. Yeah, that, that's a whole well, thing.
1: I, you know, I've, the life that I've lived in as, as many places that I've lived and I've traveled and I've lived in big cities and small towns and met a lot of people from all over the world, really. Yes. Um, I am super, super thankful to have grown up and gone to a very small school. Okay. Um, and as Why? you know, you know, we're all real close knit, you know, even yeah. though, um, you know, we all had our differences growing up or whatever. But I think the fact that we're adults now we have that, that we can go back to Like, you know what? I, you and I share that. Like we went to a small school. We all experiences, you know, those struggles together. We were yeah. a close knit group and I, I appreciate it for sure.
0: And I love that you're talking about your world travels, you know, that's, <laughs> um, let, let's do a quick kind of a lightning round uh, one word um, thought association. So I'm going to say a word, And you just kind of tell me the first thing that pops in your head. All right. I like it. Okay. (laughs) Here we go. Let's let's see where this goes. North Carolina. Fayetteville. Traveling.
1: Camper life.
0: (laughs) Texas. (laughs) Home. Alaska.
1: Oh, I wish it could be home.
0: (laughs) There you go. Las Vegas.
1: Oh, crazy. Music. Oh,
0: my love. Performing is it the same?
1: Mm, no, it's not the same. It's definitely different. Yeah, um, yeah, it's different.
0: <laughs> when when did you know that you were a performer?
1: Oh God, when I was little. Um, yeah. my My grandfather um, he used to video record all of us when we were you know kids, and I remember. And my mom would show us the tapes, you know, from when we were little and stuff and hanging out. And I was always the one that was in front of the camera and going, hey, look at me. Da, 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 da. But I was always um, like I said, you know, growing up, I was always trying to find myself. And so I think performing really kind of gave me an outlet to to, to try different things. Yeah, um, It 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 allows you to not just be in a box. It allows you to be this person one day or this person another day. And it kind of gets you out of your own head. And, um, I think I I really grasped onto that early on in the life. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It, that, and that was one of, when I met you along the road, it was like, uh, it was just always kind of this, this girl can sing and you go and watch (laughs) you throw down, man, you want to talk about, uh, some passion, Man, Mm -hmm. some passion, some deep, like bringing it from the deep. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean. Yeah. Talk about your singing.
1: um, Well, like I said, I mean, music is my love. Um, I mean, you're a huge music fan. You understand the way that music can make you feel. Um, One of my favorite things that I've seen, I think it's a famous quote, but it says music is music expresses what words can't. Mm. And just the feeling um of you know different songs obviously depending on what you're going through in your life music can hit you in a different way but i think i i realized that i could sing at a younger age and for me that's the way that i liked to enjoy my music i like to kn- know all the words i like to know all the notes i like to know all the harmonies you know and I, that's how i enjoyed listening to music was by singing the music and it just kind of grew from there i've always always sung always it's just been something i've loved to do and luckily i'm not too bad at it
0: (laughs) yeah you're great it's soul like soul and just genuine and um yeah you you definitely have your own flavor i've so i'm as you're describing these things i'm thinking you know now we've got three kids and I'm mm-hmm. thinking in the car and them singing. And I'm thinking of your sister and you two in the car. So yeah. what take us back to then. What happens when oh, you, you know all the lyrics? What is she telling you? She tell, yeah. What what oh my gosh. she saying
1: She's famous. I tell this story all the time is my sister, would she would mess up lyrics all the time. And I would correct her. And I'd stop and go, nope, that's not it. It's the wrong word. And she'd go, yeah, that's what I said. You just heard me wrong. <laughs> no. Yeah. She would pretend. But no, I think. And for me it it brings me back to when my mom was just a single mom. It was, you know, my sister, me, my mom and that was it. And we we grew up pretty poor. I mean, we did a lot of couch surfing and sang at people's houses and things like oh, that. Okay. And um we didn't have TV. And I mean, we, weren't, we didn't even have like, you know, a set spot to live. So music was a big thing for us. We listened to music all the time. That's all we did was we'd sing and we'd dance and mom would sing with us. And I think that's just something that just it's like a comfort food, you know, it's just something that makes me feel comfortable and, and kind of reminds me, it kind of grounds me. But uh, yeah, it's just always super, it's come super easy to me. My band always says, it's like, how do you know the lyrics to all these songs? I'm like, I don't know. It, just, it gets they, stuck in my head.
0: <laughs> you, you channel, you've got this like uh, antenna that connects in with the universe and yeah. all of that, that pain and that emotion and hype and energy that, that can come through music. You, Amplify it! Look at that. Oh, yeah. I'm glad I caught that word. I was like, "Can I you say did. amplify?" <laughs> I like that.
1: Yeah, so, I definitely embraced it. <laughs>
0: yeah. What? So with the band now, we're in october. No, we're in November. So COVID hit what, uh, like eight months ago?
1: Right. Like what March, is yeah.
0: what is it like being in a band post COVID pandemic or during the pandemic?
1: Um, I mean, to be honest with you. <laughs> I mean, obviously the shows stopped, you know, because they shut everything down. Um and luckily I joined a band that was already pretty well established in this town. Um so we we had a lot of shows. We were always booking shows and stuff. So for, for it to just shut down like that, we were like, oh I mean, we do, ba- we do music. We're in a band because we love it. I mean, we all have full-time jobs. We all have bills to pay and things like that. And you know, you know, playing music here in Wichita Falls, that is not a job. So we would do it out of the love of it. So even though we were shut down, we obviously took a few months off where we weren't even practicing. We weren't even getting together at the jam pad or anything like that. But we finally, you know, we're like, okay, none of us are sick. We've all been feeling okay. So we started you know, practicing again and still just you know doing our craft and doing what we love to do and hang out and jam out and then um once they did a quick open um you know they opened up for like a couple weeks yeah we yeah. immediately um i mean we were immediately contacted like hey <laughs> will you please go play like we would love to have live music so that was that downtown show that you said that you saw us at and right. uh yeah, yeah gypsy uh taken brought us out there to play and we, oh my god it was so much fun there was so many people which i know is COVID, but we were outside and everyone was social distancing and it was good because they're on this big long street and so we could you know stretch out and stuff but um,
0: yeah honestly
1: it it hasn't really changed i don't think okay i haven't seen it
0: has anyone (laughs) has anyone in the band got covid
1: no not at all no one has no we've been we've been staying safe and i mean we we have people that you know, someone in the band, she works at a doctor's office. Another one works in, you know, a factory and stuff. So like we've been doing everything we can to stay safe. Yeah. And uh we've been lucky enough that, you know, we've all stayed healthy. And so we're just trying to keep that track going.
0: It's um uh yeah, it's it's as you know, I got it. And it's mm-hmm. been about three weeks ago, or maybe almost a month since I got it. Yeah. And it, it 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 surprised me. the the intensity at which it hit me, someone who I think I'm a healthy young man. Right. And um, so anyway, just be careful. Yeah. I I I mean, you never
1: know. If I start getting the cough, I'm already like, oh, should I go get tested? Yeah. uh, But yeah. Um, And then, you know, I work with kids too. I'm around kids all day long. So right, that right there is another level. So I'm just, I'm doing my best to stay safe and we're going to play as long as people will let us. So
0: (laughs) I just... I just peeped into the Facebook comments. I, I don't know if you can see this, but it's just blowing uh-huh. up. I mean, I don't oh. know if there's like 80 comments in here or something. Already? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's crazy. You got to, you have a freaking fan base and they're loving I'm this. So,
1: and i tell you what, I'm, I'm kind of a collector of people in a way. There you go. <laughs> cool. <laughs> I, I am. I that's one thing that I've really um, focused on in my life with all of my travels and all the different jobs that I've had is making good relationships with people. Uh-huh. Um, in, my, in my view of the world, what life is all about is that, is making relationships with people. It's not about the cars and the money and the, the things and the stuff. I don't care about stuff. Um, I care about people. And so I've been blessed enough to have been able to travel all over the country and meet so many people from so many different walks of life. And I mean, I I guess the comments are evidence of that. And I've maintained good relationships with people throughout the years. And I love that. I love my friends. They're great. (laughs)
0: Let's just run through a couple of these. We got, uh, let me see. Yeah. Lonnie is awesome. We've got, that was AK Scott. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, I, I don't know if they're if that's we're allowed to say oh yeah it's my, name. it's my
1: BFF brother. yeah
0: I didn't I don't know if I can yeah but anyway AK Scott and uh we got Joey is saying Lalani we got Jim Voodoo Gideon oh, the wheels yes. on the bus go round and round I'm <laughs> proud of you uh Lois is saying I uh, can't wait to see you tomorrow Casey Gothier collector of people this is an awesome quote <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And everyone who's watching this back or you're hearing it or you're you're wondering, guys, uh, or those of you that are watching, spread the word. They can you can watch this back on Facebook or you can go to steadyfocused.com slash 88 and it'll be right there. You can get the episode on Spotify. It's out there. Let's talk okay. about take us on a trip. OK, how and why and and just go deep with it. Alaska. Talk about Alaska. How did Uh, that come into your life?
1: You know, that when I think back on it, it it probably will make me tear up. Like it was it was so life changing for me. Um, so basically I had moved back from Las Vegas as you know, I lived in Las Vegas for nearly a decade, and that was basically the majority of my twenties, uh, is when I was Vegas. And then when once I hit thirty, um, being in Las Vegas in your thirties is not as fun as in your twenties. <laughs> so it's like well, I, I gotta get out of here. <laughs> so I decided to come back home, but I just had this feeling when I got back that I wasn't I wasn't ready to be here yet. Um, I felt like I had more life to live and <clears throat> something happened a friend of mine one of my dear collection, collections that I have A friend of mine, she hit me up And she said, hey, my dad And brother have a business in Skagway, Alaska that they Opened during the summer season for the cruise season And normally a family member would go Up there and work, but they were unable For whatever reason that year to find a family member To go work up there, would you Be willing to go and Live in Alaska and work there And you would live with my dad and you would Work in our shop and like You know, just experience Alaska. And I was like, uh, yeah, like I honestly didn't even think about it. I was just like, yes. And I think it, I think she asked me because she knew I was having that struggle. Like I just moved home and I wasn't really happy with where I was at and what I was doing. And I, you know, I'm not married, I don't have any kids. So it was easy for me to just pick up and go. I'm like, yeah, sure. But going up there literally changed my outlook um, on the world entirely. I was by myself. I knew not even one person. Um, I was living with an old guy that I've never met before in my life. I was like, wow. living in a tiny little um, closet in the back of the shop. And I lived out of my suitcase for about four months and I knew no one. And I actually, um, when I was there, um within a couple of months I was getting real homesick, you know, because I was lonely. I didn't, I knew no one. And so, um, I almost came home. I almost left early and decided to come home, but I ended up meeting one person and, um, they kind of, they had been to Alaska a few times. So they kind of knew the ropes around there and they knew people and stuff. They're like, well, you know, come hang out with me and let's go over here and let's do this. So I started hanging out more with groups of people and, um, again, just, you know, was myself. And I, eventually got accepted, you know, as someone there uh, to hang out with other people. And by the end of my first summer, I just fell in love. And I realized that, like I said, life is about the people that you meet. It's not about what you have, because that was a big eye-opener for me that I survived four to five months on my own, living out of a suitcase, and I was fine. I was perfectly fine. So I came back to Texas after the summer was over, got rid of all of my stuff. Literally, I got rid of everything I owned. I think I, I dwindled it down to about two um, plastic totes, and that was it. That's all I had because that was my plan. I was going to go to Alaska every summer and travel and all of that. So um, I was lucky enough to be able to do that for three summers in a row.
0: Wow. Um,
1: every time I would come back after the summer was over, I'd come back here to Texas and then you know, find a job where Eighth Street Coffee House or wherever you know, making some coffee, and then I would go back up to Alaska. And um, Gosh. yeah, it was. It changed my life. It really did. It's it's literally like stepping back into time. Uh, the town that I lived in, we had, um, you know, there's no fast food, there's no Walmart, there's no traffic lights. Um, it was twenty blocks long and four blocks wide. Um, very, very, very small. And honestly, being there was like being in a show because it was a cruise town. So a cruise ship would come in, thousands of people would get off the ship. They'd come into our little town and we'd put on a show for them. We'd serve them dinner. We'd entertain them. We'd show them our mountain over here and our river over here and blah, 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 blah. And then they'd get back on the ship and they'd leave. And then the next day, another few thousand people would come in and we'd do the same thing. So it was honestly like being on stage. You're performing for all these people that you've never met before, and they're there to see you and experience your life and what you have going on. And then they leave, and then uh, you do it all again the next day. So I think that's why I fell into it pretty easily because I was used to performing and I kind of put that mindset on it like, oh, it's just another show. And uh, it it was incredible, man. so incredible. And I urge every single person to go to Alaska at least once. And don't go to Anchorage. That's the big city. Go, go find you a tiny little corner in Alaska and uh, spend some time there. It'll really open your eyes to the world around you for sure. For sure.
0: I, um, Gosh, I, I want to go to Alaska so bad. So just, <laughs> I, I want to hear, tell me what, like, when you close your eyes and you go back there, what is mm-hmm. one of the most uh, places that you see in your mind that you're like, oh, my gosh. Oh,
1: <laughs> just the land around me, honestly. Um, you, it makes you feel about this big.
0: Mm.
1: I felt so tiny. And like I said, I think that's that's what opened my eyes to just be like, like, this is what life is about. It's about mm. experiencing the world around you. Mm -hmm. Um, Excuse me, experiencing the world around you and the people that you meet, and listening to their stories, and learning from other people who have lived a completely different life than you. And I think one great thing about being there is every single person that showed up to work there for the summer, we all had that same mindset. We were all looking for something. I called it the land of misfit toys. We were all there, and we didn't fit in at home, or we didn't fit in, you know, at a job or something like that. So um, all these people that I met, they were all there for the same purpose, which was just to experience life and experience mm. something new. And you form this community where we all, I mean, we all lived together and worked together and hung out together. And that was our whole life for five months. And uh. it was really incredible. Very incredible. But yeah, just being there with the mountains and the sky is so different. Uh. I've never seen the sky like that. How the sun, the sun doesn't go over you. You know, high noon isn't a thing in Alaska because you're okay. so far north, the sun circles around your head. And so that's oh, why. wow. It's, yeah, it's, it's light a lot like that. So like at, you know, at three in the morning, the sun would come up from around a mountain and it would just go around and then it would disappear behind the mountain again and just come back around. Like that's what it did. And that, that was hard to get used to. That was weird. <laughs> yeah, it was just, you know. And a whole new world. It was a whole new world. Very
0: cool. I'm going to jump back into some of the comments. And, uh, man, we got uh, our our good friend, Sean Snyder. He's saying two of Wichita. Oh, yeah. Look at check that (laughs) out, Sean. It hurts to be dead. Uh, He says two of Wichita Falls dopest souls. That's cool. Uh, Liz said I'm her favorite aunt. Oh, (laughs) yeah. There we go. But, yeah, you guys keep commenting because Lonnie, I know, I'm sure we'll just go back and read all these and, oh, and just give her some love guys. Cause what a, what a human being. Lonnie talk about, I've got now a, she's 11, 11 year old daughter, right? Brittany and I do. Mm-hmm. And through our blended family and um, you know, she's coming into becoming her own, Person finding her own identity, you know. And I told her w- while she's watching TV this afternoon, I was like, "Hey, I think you're gonna enjoy this conversation that we're gonna have." Of course, she doesn't want to listen to what I say, you know. But um <laughs> what what do you say to your younger self or a younger girl woman out there who is coming in to find their own and you know trying to fit in? Yeah, and all of this.
1: Um. I don't know. I mean, obviously, everybody's everybody's journey is different. Um, what worked best for me is, like I said, just being authentic and just being me, and not being scared, not being scared to say yes to something that's brand new. Um, <clears throat> excuse me, gosh, um, not having any fear that's going to hold you back from trying something new. If you're presented an opportunity that's something that you might be interested in, but you're not real sure, do it anyways, because you don't know if you're gonna like it until you actually do it. So do it, Um, you know, run the marathon, ride the bike, you know, try out theater, sing music, uh, get into computer programming, play games, like whatever it is that you can try, try it, because you're not gonna know what makes you happy until you can actually experience it in some sort of way. So it's really about just not having any fear and saying yes and not being afraid to say yes
0: <laughs> there. Amen. And yeah. and what what was that that you typed? I, I put that the name of this, this broadcast, uh, living, a living life with a yes attitude. Uh, that was, that yeah. was something you had written to me. And I thought, wow, that that's great. What does that line mean to you?
1: Um, I mean, a lot, I mean, obviously all of us, All of us, I don't care who you are, every single person in this world has experienced some sort of trauma. May it be big, may it be small, even if it is small, it might be big to you personally, but we've all experienced something that can hold you back. Um, And if you hold on to that, if you don't grow from it, then you are literally just gonna get stuck and you're gonna Mm -hmm. be in your box with your walls up around you and you're not gonna trust anyone ever. And you're not going to ever experience anything. You're going to live in, you know, the same town your whole entire life. And you're never going to meet anyone new unless they happen to show up on your doorstep. Um, So, yeah, living with a yes attitude is, like I said, just not having any fear and experience. The world is more than just where you grew up. It's so much bigger than that. And you can't grow as a person if you don't allow yourself to. Um, if you just keep saying no and I'm scared and I couldn't do that and, oh, you have so much courage. I hear that a lot. You have a lot of courage to be able to just get up and move away. But for me, it, I didn't feel like a courageous person. I just mm-hmm. felt like someone who wanted to explore. I felt like there you, you know I was a curious person for sure. But I, I wouldn't say I was real courageous. I was just curious and I wasn't scared to say no or scared to say yes. I was like, yeah, I'll do it.
0: <laughs> and, and what is so awesome has been my personal experience and from people I've talked to like yourself who have gone for it and pursued their passions. It's like, um, there can be this anxiety or this, Oh, I don't know if how it's going to be on the other side. And I'm, I'm reminding myself this right now, just, but when we just take that step and we just mm-hmm. go there so it's like, oh, I don't know how I could go to Alaska. I don't know how I could go to Las Vegas. I don't know how I could, you know, do this or that. I could never make it. But once we get out there and we take that step and we put ourselves into, you know, a, a swim required situation, right. we're not going to die, right? No, we're you're going to be fine.
1: <laughs> yeah. And that's the thing is like, if once you take that initial first step, that right there is growth. Just taking the step to say yes and that I will try that, it, it might not work out for you. And that's fine. If it doesn't work out, that's fine. You can try something else. I mean, this but world is- But you know.
0: But at least you know.
1: Right. You know. You tried it. You experienced it. Um, and that's probably why I have so many failed relationships. <laughs> boyfriends and stuff in the past, you know, because I was like, yeah, sure. We'll try it. But, um, (laughs) (laughs) the, the flip side of saying yes and not having any fear is you have to be confident enough in yourself to know when it isn't working for you and to know when you need to step back and kind of reevaluate what you got going on. Um, so that right there, um, is definitely a courage thing that I had to work on. Um, is to know when, when also to say no, (laughs) you know, so we used to say yes all the time, but there's also times when you need to say no and you need to think about yourself and how it's affecting you and uh, your soul and your mind and your heart and if it's best for you or not. So it's just, you know, it's just taking those leaps and figuring it all out. That's what life is about.
0: Right. It is. And it's hopefully, hopefully we are going to be um, learning until we're not breathing, you know. Right. Hopefully, it, Hopefully, it's like, um, it, it's this thing like that. So along your adventure, here you are. You're going places. You're seeing things. You're taking on the world, and then you end up. You say, "Hey, I'm going to drive a bus." What a freaking amazing chapter of your story! Oh my so, god! You know how how does that do you? Do you find yourself at times? mentoring to the kids or is it just chaos kind of the whole time or
1: (laughs) well um i kind of just fell into it honestly i had i had gotten to the point because being in a band was a dream of mine i've always wanted to be in a band i have you know i've sung forever but it was always a karaoke or something like that i was never in a band so I got the opportunity to be in a band. And I was like, but I've got to change my life. I've got to work my life out to where I can do this. So I focused on finding a job that I had weekends off, I had nights off. Um, and I, that was my main focus. And then school bus driver, and I was like, oh, well, that would be a perfect schedule for me. So I was like, I've driven before in Las Vegas. I drove a truck in Las Vegas for a while um, around there delivering stuff. So I was like, well, I can handle the driving. I'm not worried about that. And I kind of just fell into it. And I had no idea how much I was going to love it. Wow. Um, I think think the big thing for me with bus driving is the fact that I am almost 40 years old and don't have any kids. It kind of fulfills that like motherly instinct, you know, that, a lot of women have, um, it kind of gives me that sense of purpose. Um, I, I feel, yeah, it's just a job, but at the same time, it's a really purposeful job. A lot of people count on me and I think I work better when I have a lot of responsibility. Um, and with the kids they're. I mean, for the most part, they just kind of keep quiet and keep to themselves and, they, I think they forget that I'm there a lot. <laughs> you know yeah, what I mean? Like, I I'm like, uh, I can hear everything you're saying right now. You're They're like, oh I'm,
0: oh, I'm a real person. I, I, I have dreams of my own. Yeah. You know, like, talk, let's talk about me for a minute.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but no, they get, they get excited. So like the other day example, the other day, um, I had forgotten my work shirt. And so I just kind of zipped up my jacket. I was like, Oh, so I'm on the bus that I'm in a, a band t-shirt, a perfect circle. I'm wearing a perfect circle teacher and this high school kid who has never said not two words to me he stops and he goes is that a perfect circle teacher oh my god i love your teacher and i was like yeah and he was like so you listen to tool right i was like yeah so then we started going on this whole music talk and then that's it now he talks to me every single day he like says hi to me and like gives me a high five and stuff so i think if, with, for me with children it's just about treating them that, i mean they're humans like anyone else and they're they trying are. to learn An experience like we all are, too. Um, So you just have to be patient and you just have to open up your ears and try to show them as long as you show them that you respect them and that um, what they have to say is important too, just as important, you know, just as much as important as what I have to say, you know, put them on the same level as yourself. And yeah, they reciprocate pretty well to that.
0: Guys, if you're in the comments and you're you're watching at home or around the world, wherever you are, maybe you're driving down the road to who knows where you are. Maybe you're in New York City. Maybe you're in Alaska right now and the sun is up. Uh, would the sun be up right now? In
1: Alaska? On, uh, yeah, no, no, well, no, not this time of year.
0: Okay. Well, wherever <laughs> you guys are, leave a comment. Uh, big round of applause for Lonnie. If you guys have any specific questions or things you want us to talk about, please just leave it in the comments and Hey, there's one of your big fans right there.
1: <laughs> it's home yeah. <all> from work.
0: <laughs> yeah, this it's great guys. We we appreciate you joining the conversation. I appreciate Lonnie coming on and, and talking with us. It was, this has been the third live uh broadcast that we're doing, of course, with COVID and, and just the world that we're living right now. This is it, you know, this is the way to conversation. And um so, I appreciate you guys and and just coming along with us. So talk a little bit about your show, your new podcast that you have going on.
1: Oh my gosh. It's so much fun. Um, I've always wanted to do something like what you're doing. Um, I love, as you know, just sitting down and talking with people and hearing their story and hearing what they've got to talk about. Um, It helps me grow as an individual. So I actually had friends of mine, um, they're called the Try Dads Podcast, and it's um, a couple of guys that I know here in Wichita Falls. So they started their podcast. So I started listening to their podcast, and I was like, oh, my God, I'm so jealous of you. And so uh, they told me what what program they use and how they use and things like that. So I downloaded it and started playing with it. I'm like, oh, my God, I can totally do this. So yeah, you I did it. Yeah, I just like started it up, and I have only have two episodes right now. But um, I'm wanting to grow them and wanting to get bigger. And maybe we can get you on one hey. of those
0: episodes one time. <laughs> Amen. One day at a time. Man, that's just, uh, that's the my mantra lately. Of course, you know, we've, anybody who's mm-hmm. been through around or anyone who's been in kind of NAAA, you know, it's just one day at a time. You hear that a lot. And so- it's just been coming back in me a lot. Like today is the only day, Simeon. Don't you know anxiety, and fear, and depression? It's like just focus on today. Mm-hmm. So uh, I'm proud of you. And where what what's the name of the show? Where can people check it out? The podcast is
1: called uh, Chat to Chat. It's the number two Chat to Chat, and it's literally everywhere. It's on Spotify. It's on Google Play. It's on iTunes. It's on overcast it's on pocket cast it's on anchor it's literally anywhere you powerful. get your
0: podcasting you yeah, anywhere you get a up. podcast
1: you can find it chat to number two there it is chat Yeah.
0: Chat um, but chat. yeah
1: i'm just bringing on people that i know and that i know that i have a good rapport with and that we could talk easily and have fun and laugh and it's just about letting loose and trying to make go. people laugh yeah
0: there you go oh you're, you're busting out the humor I, i'm more i'm more like i, I want to see uh, i no, I, I was going to say I was going to go with a joke and it wasn't going to work. So <laughs> I'll just, don't, was, don't, just don't,
1: don't start with your dad jokes now. <laughs>
0: yeah, I was like, oh, man, I'll tell you. Yeah, the kid. <laughs> I'm like, that's funny. That's really funny. And they're like, no, it's not. No, it's nothing not. about that is funny. <laughs> so, oh, man, guys, uh, what's uh, we got Beth in there. She's like, this is so awesome. Of course, your mom, you know, she's your biggest fan. Oh, she is. Yeah, I love her yeah (laughs) talk about your mom for a second she she feels like she's like everyone's mom right
1: no no she totally is you know that um yeah my mom she that's one thing that she always instilled in me and how she is today is she always roots for the underdog like she's just everyone's biggest fan no matter what um and she does she loves seeing me on stage and going to perform and Like she's like, I'm going to try to go to your show tomorrow. I'm like, Mom, it's, I mean, you've seen it. Like it's the same show we've been doing. And she's like, I know, but I just like watching you. I'm like, all right, fair enough. But yeah, she's a big supporter of everyone in town that is willing to go up on stage and put themselves out there. She is a fan of it. Yeah, And, uh, yeah. So, yeah, you know, if you, pl- if you perform on stage in this town as a music actor, comedy actor or something, you'll probably see my mom in the audience. She, she loves going out and having fun. And, you know, like me, she loves meeting people and talking with people and forming new relationships and stuff. So I, I definitely get that from my mom for sure.
0: Yeah. She's, um, she, she's awesome. Very welcoming, warm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just, and, you know, it makes sense where you get, a lot of that from. So, yeah. um, Lonnie, I mean, I'm, we're kind of coming to the end, but I want to open yeah. this floor up to you and any topic you want to talk about anything that's on your heart, anything you want to share, send out to your, your collection. I wrote it down your collection, of, collection. People. <laughs> you know? collection of people. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I'm, I'm just going to give you the floor and you know, just what, yeah, what's on um, your heart.
1: I'm just really, um, I mean, I appreciate what you're doing with this. I think that's why I really wanted to be on this because you, you do that. You sit down with people, you listen to their stories, you learn from it, you grow from it. And, uh, that's something that I really respect. Um, so I definitely wanted to be a part of it. And just to anyone listening, um, I have the best in the whole world. Um, I I wasn't choked up when I talk about it, isn't that crazy? My support system is amazing. Um, I've always had people, you know, cheering me on and you can do it and you can do it. And that's great. I mean, you should do that with all the people in your life, no matter it, what it is that they want to do. Obviously, if it's like, you know, starting hard drugs or anything like that, I mean, don't encourage <laughs> back that. <off>. But, um, <laughs> don't encourage that. But you know, if anything positive that someone wants to do with their life, you should definitely just encourage it and back your friends up and, um, and your family up and just show love, just be love. That's it. Just be love. Mm. And, um, if you lead with love, then everything else will kind of fall into place.
0: Yeah. You, you've said, uh, I like to write down when I'm talking with someone <laughs> What I don't know these one-liners or these one things, but yeah, life is love, leave with love. Life is all about the people you meet. That was mm-hmm. one thing you said, and I, I love that so much. So e- everyone out there tuning in all across the world, all across Texas, all across Iowa Park, Please just let's give a big um, round of applause for Lonnie coming on. Thank you for sharing your story. Thank you just for the courage that you have to be you, because um, that can be difficult just to be our uh, true authentic selves. And um, I'm glad that you shared the story about when you, that, that you recognize that the people that were resonating with you were resonating with your when you were being your authentic self. Right. So I love that. Um, Let's, we're going to kick it back over. We got, yeah, you're going to see all these, we got pandas, we got purple hearts. We got, um, (laughs) yeah, they're just blowing up. Your collection, your collection of people are happy. So nice.
1: I love that. That's so cool.
0: So it's Friday the 13th. Anything spooky happening at your house?
1: Yeah. Just like, (laughs) Cleaning, <laughs> yeah, cleaning, yeah, cleaning, <laughs> cleaning. Um, no, I'm not real superstitious. Yeah, eh, I got a Friday the 13th tattoo once. That really? One right there. Yeah, that was a Friday the 13th tattoo I got. Oh. Um But no, I've never been real superstitious about that stuff. It, it's just another day.
0: <laughs> well, guys, uh, we're gonna again give a huge. Steady, focused. Congratulations, love, all of this. Send it out to Lonnie. We appreciate you so much. Everyone and Lonnie, thank you for sharing with us. Guys, make sure you check her out, chat to chat. You can listen to her brand new podcast. Make sure uh, anywhere you pick up your podcast, you can do that. Check out her band, Everything in Between. She's a great human being and yeah. Until next time, guys, if you want to go back in time, you can check us out, SteadyFocused.com slash 88, and comment, like, love, share with somebody if you liked this. And uh, Until next time, I'm your host, I'm your number one, Mr. Simeon Hendricks, and this is Steady Focused.